From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode, the big news for me. So we talked about it all last week. I told you I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't like it. Shouldn't be ranked number 25. Modern Warfare 2 discussion. Another episode of the Walk On Water Boys podcast, recording on a Thursday night this week. Uh, life got in the way, as they say, a little delayed on our uh, podcast recording this week. Uh, just Austin, the old uh, what, what's our what's our acronym? DCPs. DCPs here. DCPs are back again. Uh, dedicated committed professionals austin just took a sip of mountain dew and and uh Woo! in memory of addison there so force them out force them out <laughs> yeah so um yeah so we're going to get right into this episode uh well, wait a minute you know i just you know addison's not joining us yeah but he just texts me <clears throat> yeah. you, you know what he said what's that he said man you gotta watch this documentary on hbo i'm watching it right now and it's crazy Watching it right now. I'm hot. I'm heated right now, Clint. Mm. I'm, I'm heated. Uh, sounds like we need to have a uh, a meeting, maybe. I rushed yeah. bedtime for the kids. I said, no story tonight. Yeah, no time for that. Say your yeah. own prayers. I got a podcast. <laughs> uh all right, so we're going to get right into this episode with some headlines here. Obviously, we got the World Series going on. Uh, the Phillies and the Astros now tied at two games apiece uh, after the Astros combined with the no-hitter last night against the Phillies. And I believe as of we record this right now, game five is underway. Last time I looked, I think the Astros had a one nothing lead. Is that is that correct in the first inning? Yeah, yeah. Let's go Phillies, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, so right Phillies now, is the surprise team. The yeah. Astros, I'm just tired of seeing them. And yeah. I know there's all the, the whole Astros cheating scandals. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I will give the Astros credit though. They've come back. Their their roster has changed. Oh yeah. Year after year. And they're still able to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. They cheat that good. Yeah, they're uh, just that good. They're <laughs> just that good at cheating. No, uh, I think, um, man, I think this goes seven, but I think the Phillies pull it out at the end. But uh, it's been a fun series. It's been a very entertaining series. If you like defense, obviously, last night. No. Um, but, you know, I don't think anyone really knew what to expect, right, with these teams facing each other. There was no real clear favorite. Maybe the Astros, but. I mean, the Phillies are hot coming into this I was game. about to say, nobody really I mean, saw the Phillies doing anything in the postseason, and then they just yeah, caught they, fire at the right time. Yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, the, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I, I kind of hope Philly, Philly can yeah. 
How about uh, did you see the tweet that went out the other night about the home runs? Mm-mm. I did not. So there's a viral tweet that went out after uh, Alec Baum, Baum, boom, Baum, whatever, hit his home run. Mm-hmm. And it was a tweet that showed like a seismic graph from Penn State. Mm-hmm. And it said that the, the, the times of the home runs of Bryce Harper and uh, Alec Baum, it showed spikes mm-hmm. and it registered on the Penn State seismograph. It, it turned out to be a fake tweet. But it went it went viral very quick. Uh, that's two episodes now. We've brought up fake that's, tweets on the episode. Two episodes in a that's, row. Uh, fake tweets are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, um, obviously, when our listeners listen to this episode, they'll know who has the who's uh, up three two in the World Series uh, after the game tonight. Like I said the Astros with a one nothing lead early on. Uh, over getting out of the sports world and getting over to kind of video game, uh, entertainment TV show, uh, topic here not topic but headline The Last of Us. Uh, one of the most popular video games of definitely of the you know, the the PS4, PS3, uh, I think it was PS4 generation of games from Naughty Dog, uh, same production company that brought you the Uncharted series. Over uh, the, the Last of Us. Uh, the HBO TV series of Last of Us premieres January 15th. They also, I don't know whether you played The Last of Us. I know Addison had, and he loved it. I loved it. I thought it was a great game. Again, that's going to premiere on HBO January 15th of 2023. Uh, Pedro Pascal, is it Pascal or Pascal? Pascal. Pascal. So Pedro Pascal will be playing Joel. Uh, so the main uh, male character, uh, obviously we know him from the Mandalorian. We've discussed many times on this show. And then he was also uh, probably really got his big fame, I would say, from Game of Thrones. Would you say, yeah. would you agree with yeah. that with Game? The Viper. Yeah, the Viper on Game of Thrones. I don't remember what his first name was, but it was Martell. I know Martell yep. was the... Tate, was, Tate Martell. Eight more seconds. And then also from Game of Thrones fame, uh, Liana Mormont, uh, who was the young girl there, I think in the latter seasons. Um, uh, the the little yeah, the young girl right there at the end that took over. She was Al the Mormont. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Bella Ramsey is the actress's name. She'll be playing Ellie. So, uh, so two Game of Thrones. He was great. Yeah, two Game of Thrones actors there. Uh, but uh, I know Addison would love to hear this. Nick Offerman, I know he's a big, big Ron Swanson fan, but Nick Offerman will uh, also be in the series playing the role of Bill. Uh, I'm excited, a uh, huge fan of The Last of Us game. So I'm looking forward to it. I haven't played The Last of Us 2 yet, but. Is Bill a, a zombie? Uh, he's, he's so, if you've played. Wait, it's game, about zombies, right? You've Well. It's not really zombies. It's, it's a virus is broken out and they turn into these. Okay. It's a zombie. It's, it's different zombies. variant. Of That's the basis species. of every zombie game. That's a zombie species. Um, That's, come on. But uh, I think they're called the clickers. I think that's what they're called. But anyways. <laughs> um, but then what also. A, what, a, what an unfrightening name. I think you it's gotta the run the clickers are back. But I think, well, there's different levels. There's different levels of the species. 
Um, if you played the game, you would understand more. Um, well, that's like, but you should definitely. It give sounds a show like a Left shot. for Dead. What you tell me? Remember Left for Dead? Yes. Yeah. And there was different species. Yeah. Um, of, of zombies. But you should definitely check it out. I, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful for this for the show. It's got a lot to live up to with the uh, the video game there. Uh, but speaking of another popular video game, obviously also a book series, um, The Witcher. Uh, disappointing news for me and any uh, fan of that show. Uh, Netflix announced they will be returning for season four, but Henry Cavill uh, will not be playing the role of Geralt of Rivia in season four. His final season of the main character uh, will be season three. I'm assuming that's probably got something to do with Superman. I'm assuming that's something maybe with Superman returning to uh, the DC movies. Um, Boy, I they're going to be less. replacing him with Liam Hemsworth. So that's uh questionable. That's Thor's brother. Casting. Yeah. Yeah. Thor's brother. Why uh, is that questionable? Uh, well, if you don't watch the show, you wouldn't understand it. I mean, Henry Cavill fits. I think he mean? fits that role. Liam Hemsworth. I don't know. I, it's, I don't know if he can pull off the role. I put it that way, but Liam Hemsworth, he's like, kind of like a good time. Surfy vibe kind of guy. Isn't he? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Pretty much. I put him almost, almost yeah. he's, he's almost yeah. like that. Uh, so is, is that not what the Witcher place. is? Is that not the fantasy medieval vibe they're going no, for with no, the Witcher? The Witcher is definitely not. He's more of a darker character. Come on, come on so, bro. Let's, yeah, let's, <laughs> come on. You know. Uh, I don't think there's any waves in this in this uh, land for him to go hit. No, um, man. Uh, but then, obviously, the big news for me, the big news for me, comes out of the NFL uh, with Forbes breaking the news on i believe it was tuesday now uh may have been yesterday i think it was yesterday uh that dan snyder owner of the washington commanders uh purchased a team in 1999 and it has been Dan Snyder, owner of the washington commanders and all around hated human being yes uh he's been the owner since 1999 and they have not accomplished anything since he's been the owner i mean has has uh taken one of the most storied franchises in professional sports and just destroyed it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he, the fans have been begging for him to sell the team for years. And he's finally, they Forbes broke the news that he has now hired bank of America to begin the process of selling the team. Well, you know what? I do have a Bank of America credit card, so I got a little goodwill with the company. Go. As long as you, you got know, that credit line, if you got you about think, a $6 billion credit line on that you card, think I think we you can, can make an offer. We might just go in and see what they say. So RG3, a uh, former quarterback of the Washington then Redskins, uh, offered, said, hey, I'm thinking about buying in 10% of the team, and I'm going to yeah. take 10 fans with me who's on board. So wow. I don't know how he's going to. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to do that. Uh, but that would be well. So, weird. so I read a few weeks ago that Barack Obama was interested in buying a. I can't remember which NBA team. Well, he's a Chicago so, guy, right? So the Bulls. No, no, no. It was Chicago. Um, but hey, why not? Well, right now, go so ahead they- and grab the team, the Washington team. You, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. This is a no-brainer for Obama. They, uh, so I don't know if I know Jeff Bezos, uh, the former, so he was, he was linked to Baltimore. So he's now being linked to the commanders. Um, and then 
I have a dream scenario of Joe Gibbs and Dale Hart Jr. and Matthew McConaughey getting together. Uh, all three, obviously Joe Gibbs, Hall of Famer in NASCAR and the NFL. Sure. Uh, and then Dale Hart Jr. and Matthew McConaughey are Dale both Hart huge, Jr. Fame huge, Mountain Dew. Yeah, he, there you go. Huge. Uh, both of those are huge Redskins fans now. Commanders fans. Is uh, McConaughey? Uh, yeah, which is really weird. Really weird because he's a Texas guy. He is. A so Texas you would think guy. he was a cowboy, but no, he's a he's a huge uh, now Commanders fan. So. I think he's part owner in the 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 new soccer club down there. It might not be. Don't quote me on that. But I know he's he's very active in that community. So why not? Why not move yeah. into that? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I just want to see Joe Gibbs, and then obviously, I mean, it'd be neat with Dale Jr. and, and Matthew McConaughey, but I just, Joe Gibbs needs to get back involved with the franchise in some way. Um, I would love to see one of the Native American tribes or multiple buy it back. Oh, man. Or buy awesome. it and then change the name back to Redskins or, yeah. na- you know, Natives or something. Native. Well, so that was my vote when they first announced this. It was yeah, natives, natives and then it transitioned over to Hobbs. Wouldn't, once they wouldn't said that be gonna, awesome? That would be awesome. And bring the logo back. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hey, let them own it. Yeah, let them own it. Yeah, that'd be fine me. Speaking fine. of Matthew McConaughey, I, uh, I watched the original True Detective series um again oh the f- season one yeah the original oh, yeah season one was yeah season one was i very, forget very how good. funny it is yeah because matthew mcconaughey if you haven't watched it you need to it's one of the best seasons one of the best um the single season of single season of, yeah, yeah yeah right so he is hilarious he just says random things that are just kind of out there he's a very you know off the wall kind of guy yeah. but um I forget how funny it was, like the interactions between him and um, his partner, uh, played by wasn't it uh, Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson, yeah. yeah. Their interactions in the vehicle, and yeah. like Matthew McConaughey will say something, you know, just off the wall. I got one quote. He's like, "I got a, I get a bad taste in my mouth out here. Aluminum ash. I can smell the psychosphere." <laughs> and, and and then Woody Harrelson looks at him so. Like, how about let's just make this a no talking zone? And like it's it's hilarious. They're yeah, back that's... and forth. I forgot how funny it was. Um, on top of how dark, oh and yeah, yeah, crazy that 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 see that series was. Yeah. Um, but the the interactions between those two is, was hilarious. Oh yeah, that that first season was. I'm like you that like if you take a single season of any series, that's right up there with one of the best seasons of any show. Yeah, and that's think. like the you know HBO. They did, you know, that, and there's been several other programs that do one one season is basically the series, and then the next, yeah, it's a different, it's is, a totally yeah. different story and everything, yeah, different actors, everything, season, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I, I had a nice, uh, nice transition set up there. And well, we had the him. Matthew McConaughey transition. Matthew McConaughey just when you get a Matthew McConaughey transition, you can't ignore. That's true. Yeah, I can't ignore it. So. uh so, but the NFL, so we're going to get right into the NFL uh, with the Eliminator for this week. Back-to-back 3-0 and weeks for us here on the Walk on Water Boys podcast. Pretty nice. Back-to-back weeks. All of us go 3-0. and So, right now, that puts the standings at Addison at 3-5 and with three points. 
I am at 500. Look at that. Oh, and four. That's pretty good. To 500, four and four now in the year. Four. That points. was like us uh, playing Call of Duty the other night coming back. Oh, yeah. Down yeah we'll get into the Call yeah. of Duty there at the end of the episode with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the opening weekend of multiplayer, uh, which also Addison joined in, you know, on a night we talked about recording and he said he wasn't available. And then, right. Said, and then you know, when we get off this, if it's early enough, you know, we'll probably play a match or two. And you know who's going to be on? Addison, oh yeah, Addison I can tell you. Yeah. 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 I have a feeling he'll be on. Uh, and then he's, Austin, a, he's not a DCP. No, he is definitely not a DCP. He's an ASS. <laughs> we got to keep this PG. <laughs> okay. Uh, so um, Austin six and two now, six points on the year. So he's got a two point lead over me. Uh, I'll make it quick now, Addison. And myself are both going with the Eagles. Obviously, they're what an easy tonight. win with the birds. Yeah, they're playing uh, tonight. I birds. made sure I made sure I texted you earlier and said, "Hey, I'm going with the Eagles." Just so you know, because I didn't know what time we were going to start recording. I didn't want them to be up seventeen nothing and me be like, "Hey, I'm going with the Eagles." You know, uh, so Addison and I are both going with the Eagles this week. Addison, who is your pick for eliminator? Well, first off, you call me Addison, so I take. Oh, my bad. That. Austin. Oh, sorry about well, yeah, that. Okay. Sorry about uh, that. You know what? I, I'm happy because I still got the birds and all my New York picks available. Uh, but this week, I'm going with uh, the Green Bay Packers to get a win over the ever struggling. Mm, I actually thought about them and dangerous Detroit Lions. Yeah. And the Lions just traded TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. Um, TJ Hackensack went to the Vikings. That is correct. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, just in time to to put more talent on the field against my Washington commanders this week. Yeah, who, are now, so, who are now four and four. Look at, look at our teams, Austin. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, thought that our teams right now would both Falcons are four and four, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, think so. They are. I think they are. They right. have, they're, um, they have a questionable game this weekend. I almost picked now the chargers, right? Yeah. No, not chargers. Who are they playing? Cause I looked I at the it. chargers. No, I don't think it is. Because I think I've got their running back in my starting lineup on fantasy. Al Al Gazar or whatever his name is. Al Gore. Al Gore? It's definitely not Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> he can't move around like he used to. No. Uh, Atlanta Falcons play. Yeah, you're right. That's right. I almost went with San Diego. Well, they don't Who's have an not NFL San team. Diego yeah. anymore. <laughs> they don't have a team, so I don't know who would you be going with. <laughs> <laughs> the Padres? They lost out in the playoffs. Yeah. I almost went with LA Chargers. Mm. I got a good feeling, man. I got a good feeling about my Falcons. So, you know, go pack, go. Okay. Aaron yep. Rodgers taking some mushrooms, having out a ball. Yeah. I think that when do you think is... he retires? Next year or year after? It wouldn't surprise me if they don't do anything this season, like this offseason, to make him happy. He'll and retire he or he'll ask to trade. He'll yeah. he'll be he'll request to be traded. Or does he do the Rob Gronkowski and retire and then come back the next year so he can play wherever he, could, he wants? He could do that. He could do that too. Hey, I'll take the the commanders can take him for a year. I'd be happy with a year, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I hope whoever buys them changes the name, but whatever. There's talks of that already. There's already talks yeah, that, of course that there is. the new owner may, you know, may decide to change the name. So Maybe they'll go with natives and get the the Native American community involved in it, and and which I mean that's how the Seminoles do it. I mean they have they they have the uh, Seminole tribe heavily involved in everything. 
I'm sure that they've reached out to some, right? Haven't they? They've had everybody they hates Dan to. Snyder. Nobody wants yeah. to work with Dan. That's why they can't get a new stadium built because none of the politicians want to help Dan Snyder. Is that right? Yeah. So I mean, it's ugh. anyways. Uh, so moving on, we're don't get me started on the TLS, yeah. We, I could have a whole episode on my hatred for Dan Snyder. Um, so let's move on now to get away from the NFL. Uh, going college football, look back at last weekend. You know, let's not, let's not look back at last week. Let's just not, let's, let's, let's zero in on one matchup Ooh. specifically, and I'll get to it in just a moment. Notre Dame uh, beating Syracuse 41 24. Uh, I agree. Well, there you go. I don't have what to a good, score. What now. a good showing by the Irish. Uh, we <laughs> went up one, there went to, a, to an air conditioned, went to an air conditioned Syracuse dome. <laughs> yeah, nice and uh, able to come out with a, with a solid, solid convincing win over the number yeah. 16 team in the nation. There you go. Number Don't one, go Georgia 42 20 over Florida. Uh, number two, Ohio State 44 31 over number 13, Penn State. Penn State was leading a lot of that game. Uh, but then Ohio State took trip. over the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, Tennessee with a very impressive win over Kentucky, forty-four to six. Kansas State forty-eight to nothing over number nine Oklahoma State. Uh, so I imagine you'll be dropping them this week in our college football team draft. It's possible. Uh, you had another top ten team falling. Number ten Demon Deacons of Wake Forest fall. To Louisville, forty-eight to twenty-one. Huge surprise there. Didn't see that coming at all. Yep. You had Coastal Carolina getting the win over Marshall, twenty-four to thirteen, and then you had the number twenty-five short-lived appearance in the top twenty-five. South Carolina Gamecocks lose at home in the Battle of Columbia to Missouri, twenty-seven to ten. So we talked about it all last week. I told you I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't like it. Shouldn't be ranked number 25. Mm-hmm. Going against a Mizzou team that is hungry, almost loses to Vandy, mm-hmm. coming to Columbia, South Carolina, the real Columbia. Um, the real Columbia. Was this like the Death Valley? The real Death yeah, Valley. Yeah, the real Columbia. <laughs> I, I told you I was worried about it. Our offense is mm-hmm. subpar. You know, it, you know, I eight games into the season, I think four games into the season, Spencer Rattler became a known quarterback, a known player. You know what he was, what he would do after four games. You knew him. Yeah. Right. Two, two games against quality opponents, two games against non-quality opponents. You knew who Spencer Rattler is. Now eight games in, there's no – I don't want to say there's no threats on the offense, but there's no, there's not one guy absolutely dangerous. This is the guy, right? Marshawn yeah. Lord is probably the closest there is. And he goes out in the second quarter with a thigh injury. Yeah. Got hit right on the thigh, wasn't able to finish the game. He only had 30, 30 rushing yards. Uh, so. You know, it goes back to what we discussed: play calling. What's what's Carolina do? Give me, give me, give me a standard South Carolina four three and out. Well, Austin, they really enjoyed the Rob Spence style of offense. So, inside zone, wide screen, wide receiver screen left, wide receiver screen right, punt. 
70 percent of the time, you that's may, what happens. You may throw in a Spencer Rattler drop back, scramble around a little bit, and then miss a receiver by five yards. Play calling. Play calling. <laughs> I think Spencer Rattler doesn't have the offensive line. It's the same. I don't know why we can talk about it. It's you know, it's the same thing it always is. Well, well, I think I think yeah, it, you don't have the offensive line up the middle. Marshawn Lloyd is I think he's a very capable running back, but I don't think he's it's kind of weird because I don't think he's getting enough touches, but I mean, if you start handing the ball 20 something times a game, I mean, the defense are just going to focus on well, that. And I, and I think Spencer Radler, he's got a good arm, but he's not accurate. He is not an no, accurate passer. If you get him past 15 yards. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, I agree. You, you have to vary with the play call and you can't give it to Marshawn Lloyd every time. I'm thinking 25, 25 carries a game, though, at least. At least 25 touches. You know, find ways. You don't have to hand them the ball every time. I'm saying 25 carries a game, dude. I'm saying 25 carries a game. But if you can get, you know, Carolina crossed the 50 yard line three out of 11 times during the game against Missouri. Yeah. That shows you how bad our offense is. Yeah. I mean, maybe they need to just go to, I mean, hey, that's what Clemson did to beat Syracuse. Will Shipley had 28 carries in that game. Jaheim Bell didn't even touch the ball Saturday. Yeah. It just, it was a poor performance overall. And uh, it's one that I'm ready to move on for. Stop talking about Clint. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Don't stop. What would Dick Saban say? I'm not going to talk about it. Or what he said, I'm not going to do it. So quit talking. Yeah. I mean, something you spoke of that you were afraid of happening. And and I echoed it with you got the wins over AM at Kentucky. Nobody saw at the beginning of the season. Uh, and obviously a and a little more understandable now seeing how bad they are. But, uh, yeah, Missouri just wiped one of the, one of those wins away. Cause that's the game you thought you could win at the start of the season. Uh, yeah, so, and plus having it at home and losing, that was, that was tough. So, yeah. So we'll move on. We're not going to make Austin, uh, stay in the past. He's got a windshield mentality. You know, he wants to focus on what's in front of him. So, so let's move on to the college football playoff rankings. Obviously those were released Tuesday night. Uh, the official college football playoff top six, number one, Tennessee, number two, Ohio State, number three, Georgia, number four, Clemson, number five, Michigan, and number six, Alabama. Now, if you follow us over there on Twitter, uh, you saw that we released our own top six uh, for the college football playoff rankings. We had number one, Georgia, number two, Tennessee, number three, Ohio State, number four, Michigan, number five, Clemson, and number six, Alabama. Uh, So, Austin, just your overall thoughts on the top six, and do you think there is any debate there for maybe TCU should be in the top six or maybe Michigan behind Clemson, Georgia at number three? You know, just your overall thoughts there. You know, I thought about it. The Michigan-Clemson, I thought about Michigan is – Michigan is a reliable, you know, Michigan's a Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. They're going to get you where you're going, but you're not going to see anything that's special. Yeah. So I see Michigan. Now that I've, I've thought about it, I really, really looked at it. I can see Michigan be behind Clemson. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as for TCU, they got four wins against top 25 teams. Yep. I do like TCU sitting at eight and zero. As far as anybody else, I don't see it. USC 
uh, only has played the Utah Utes. And what do they do? They lose that game. They lose, yeah. They're yeah. seven and one. Oregon lost to Georgia first game of the season. They're the best team in the Pac 12. They got destroyed by Georgia. Do right. First game of the season, though. Yeah. So do they do they work their way into this top six? I don't know. Ole Miss is seven and one. Uh, I don't see what what have they done? They beat Kentucky by three, but Kentucky, like plenty other teams, is not really what we expected or, yeah. or what they thought they were at that time. Yeah. Ole Miss plays Alabama, I think, in two weeks. So that'll be the real tell yeah. of that game. Yeah. Or, or, or Ole Miss, excuse me. Yeah. Ohio State, they are their average win by is 32 points. So mm-hmm. that's something to be said. Tennessee, their offense looks absolutely unstoppable. Yeah. And uh, they showed some defense this past weekend. And they showed some defense this past weekend. Quarterback Hooker is you know, my front runner for Heisman followed by CJ Stroud. Yeah. I like, I like, I like to see it. Number one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, you know, UGA, I don't know. They're, they're really good, but they're not, I don't think they get that, that top spot locked up. I, I don't see it. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think now my rank, my personal top six was a little bit different than what our walk on water boys top six ended up being. Uh, basically we got all four of us, the intern Addison, uh, Austin and I got together, submitted our top These six, two then, other people that hardly work yeah, here. Don't then, work. Ba- here. Yeah. And then based our, based our top six off of those, I had Clemson ahead of Michigan, uh, because of the wins over current top 25 teams, Michigan has nothing besides the win over Penn state. Um, and then I had TCU over Alabama just because I don't think Alabama has, they have no, they don't, they, they should have lost to Texas A&M. I mean, one play away from losing A&M, their one true test of the season so far, they lost to Tennessee and gave up 50, 60 points. How many ever it was. And then they almost lost to Texas. If Texas didn't lose Quinn Ewers in that game, Alabama loses that game. So agreed. I don't think Alabama's proven anything to be ahead of TCU, where TCU has beaten top twenty-five teams. Um, yeah, it's very easy to look at Alabama right now in a, in in an alternate world and see them with with three losses. Very. Oh yeah. Easy. oh yeah. 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 Exactly. You're right on that. And uh, but before we move on, I just will say I think right now, if if the way I'm looking at the rankings, if you want to debate, I think you've got Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State. You can make a case for any of those three being any of the top three spots. I I can agree with that. And then you've got Clemson and Michigan in a tier by themselves. You can debate four and five with those two, and then you have the debate of Alabama and TCU. I, I, I think, think I agree. I don't see anybody else. Oregon, USC, Ole Miss. Uh, no. who, who else is there? Seven and one. I'm trying to think. Can't, um, USC, Oregon, and uh, well, there's some more. There's some more teams with one loss. North Carolina, a little bit further back. Illinois, a little bit. That's further right. Back. Illinois, Illinois, the surprise team of the year. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, Illinois, um, and, Illinois, and North, North Carolina. Carolina I just back. don't see their their wins. They got a lot of ground there. to make up. Yeah, a lot of ground to yeah. make up. I don't see them cracking. I see the only one who, if it stays like if if it stays out right, everybody wins in the top set, uh, top six, which is impossible. Yeah, everybody win because people play each other. If 
it was to stay like now. Uh, the only person who could ever crack that top six would be TCU, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's move on to our college football team draft. Uh, this is the order and the current rosters for this week. Alston has Ohio State, Georgia, and Oklahoma State. Addison has Tennessee, USC, and Oregon. I have Clemson, Michigan, and Alabama. So, Austin, who will you be dropping, and who is your new team? I'll drop Oklahoma State, obviously. Yep. And uh, I guess I'll pick up – I'll pick up Ole Miss, who might get a win over Bama. Okay. I will. All right. So Ole Miss goes to Austin. So that gives you Ohio State. That, that changes, right? If Ole Miss beats Alabama and wins out, that yeah. changes. Yeah. If Ole that Miss, changes yeah, things. That's true. Yep. Uh, so Addison, Tennessee, USC, and Oregon, he wants to drop USC and he is picking up Kansas State. Not sure. I believe they've got two losses, but that's who he's going with. That's he Kansas. was, uh, he's probably the middle of that documentary. That's probably what he's going with Kansas State. Uh, so Tennessee, Oregon, and Kansas State is his roster. And then I've got Clemson, Michigan, Alabama. I'm going to drop Alabama. Uh, big matchup coming up this weekend. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Austin, you kind of did me a favor here. I wanted to surprise you and uh, and go with Illinois. That yeah. was going to be my choice, but you left TCU sitting out there for me. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Horn Frogs. Of TCU. Well, here's the thing. You got to drop somebody. If Ole Miss wins, then they're in a good spot. I like Ole Miss beating yeah, if, if, Ole Miss if they beat Bama. Yeah. Well, I like that. Well, the thing that benefits me with you leaving me TCU, if Clemson happens to lose this weekend, which they will, if they happen to lose this weekend, I now have a team that's going to jump right in to that top six, maybe or top six, top five, top four scenario there with TCU. So, so again, our rosters, Ohio State, Georgia, Ole Miss for Austin, Addison, Tennessee, Oregon, and Kansas State. I've got Clemson, Michigan, and TCU. So, we mentioned it, a couple of big matchups this weekend, so get into some some games that we think we should highlight college football week. It's crazy that it's already week 10. Goodness gracious. Uh, App State at Coastal Carolina tonight. Uh, I'm not sure what that score is. Last time I saw it, Coastal was up 14 to seven. Austin, you can go ahead and look up that score uh, uh, while I'm announcing these other games. Number two, get to Saturday. Number two, Ohio State at Northwestern, noon on ABC. Texas Tech at number seven, TCU, noon on Fox. And then the big one, number one, Tennessee, between the hedges. Number three, Georgia, 3.30 on CBS right now. Georgia, last time I looked at that, it was Georgia minus eight. Not sure if it's shifted since I saw that line. Uh, another big one, you've got number six, Alabama, going into the fake Death Valley. Number 10, LSU, Alston's favorite coach. Uh, that, one, that one is at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Bama, 13 and a half point favorites there. Uh, LSU just kind of come out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're a top 10 team uh then you've got in the big 12 a big matchup number you know what that's all they'll ever, ever be with that coach <laughs> they'll get there they'll stay there for years uh 
Big 12, you got number 24, Texas. Not sure why they're ranked. Um, number 24, Texas at number 13, Kansas State. That's on Fox Sports 1, 7 p.m. Number four, Clemson going to South Bend, taking on Alston's Fighting Irish. 7.30 on NBC. Clemson right now, three and a half point favorites. Oh, boy. And that one. Uh, we'll circle it back around to that one, I'm sure. Uh, number five, Michigan at Rutgers, 7.30 Big Ten Network. South Carolina at Vandy. 730 SEC Network Gamecocks seven point favorites in that one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then then the match at the rivalry game that nobody even knows is happening this weekend. Florida State at Miami, 730 on ABC. Hey, they're gonna pack the bowl down there. You watch. hey, if Florida State wins, they, they should be in the top 25 next week, which would give Clemson another if Clemson holds on this weekend, that'll give Clemson another quality win on the season uh, and then wrapping it up number 21 wake forest at number 22 nc state 8 p.m on the acc network so Austin, real quick anything you want to talk about the gamecocks and vanderbilt before we get to some of these other uh big matchups well i'll go ahead and give you an update on coastal carolina five minutes left in the second quarter in conway at brooks stadium coastal is up 21 to 14 on over half state so it looks like it might be a little bit of a high-scoring game there. Uh, as far as Carolina and Vandy, I don't have much to say. Carolina hasn't lost to Vandy, I think, in 15 years or more. Might be 12. I don't know. Something like that, right? It's a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, Vandy sucks. Carolina's not that good. They're middle of the road. They're where we thought they would be. Let's They're who way. we thought they would be. I'm not sure who South Carolina has left on their schedule, but if I remember it correctly, they better win this game. Yes, that is that is absolutely right. You got Florida, Clemson. Yeah, let's not get into it. Yeah. Uh, I think they win the game. It's a bounce back week. So I get Carolina winning. I get Carolina covered. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think, uh, I think obviously, a much-needed bounce back win here for the game. Because I think really what you hope is – a better performance from the offense. You're going against Vandy. Let's see. I hope that every week. I hope that every week. <laughs> I hope it hasn't the, really happened. You got to hope that the offense performs better and uh, a little more production there on that side of the ball for the Gamecocks this week. Marshawn against, Lloyd's yeah. questionable. That's, or, that's I said bad. Commanders. Do you hear me? Yeah, I said yeah, Commanders. Right. Commodores. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the Cock Commanders. That's what they were. <laughs> you know, they were going to call Sir Bigsburg there. Yeah. Um, They've been changing all kinds of stuff this year with the game. Oh my gosh, dude! Uh, it's, it's crazy times. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd is is questionable for the for the game, ooh, which is is ooh. not not good. Uh, uh, not good. Uh, so let's get over to uh, your fight, in Irish, eh, Austin? Let's let's talk about it. Uh, I'll let you have the floor first. Impressive give your, win. Give me your reasons. They come off the big win over Syracuse, and uh, now they host the number four Clemson Tigers, who last time Clemson was there in South Bend, uh, DJ Uwe Ungalale uh, set an all-time passing record by an opponent. Um, but they lost in double overtime, I believe it was. Uh, so, Austin, what do you think? I know you think your Irish are going to win. What's your, what's your strong suit defensively? Where's your strongest – what's your strongest attribute, Clemson Tiger? Front seven. Front seven. That's, down, front seven. That is where Notre Dame excels, Yep. if you want to call it excel. Yeah. That's that's where we're with. Yep. 
Well, that so they so their their best offensive players, they're tight end. And I believe Clemson can take him away with Barrett Carter. This will this will be Ohio State's got a talented defense, but I don't think they have a player that that the Irish have seen like Barrett Carter. Barrett Carter is is in the same mold of Isaiah Simmons, who's who's right, a star, a, yeah, a star right now for the Arizona Cardinals on defense. He doesn't have the height of an Isaiah Simmons, but everything else is just like Isaiah Simmons. Um, so that if, I think it's like you said, it's strength on strength to me with with Clemson's defense. So I think if Drew Pine can complete. If he can hit some crossing routes, if he can throw consistently and accurately inside 20 yards, we pop those little passes along with a successful, strong running game, I think there's a chance. I I think it's going to be interesting to see what Wes Goodwin does because after the Wake Forest game, you saw the corners uh, give a little more ground to the receivers. But I don't – they don't the Irish don't have anything that scares me on the outside. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he brings those corners up and focuses on stopping the run and then stopping the tight end in the passing game. Well, I'd I think love, they're gonna they're going to challenge them to throw the ball deep. Yeah, and I'd love to see play action. I'd love to see screens. That's what I'm doing against Clemson if I'm Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm doing some short passes, I'm doing screens, I'm doing play action. I'm trying to avoid having to throw 20 plus yards at a time. I put it to this way. If, if West Goodwin and the Clemson defense is making, what's his name? Pine drew pine. If he's having to throw, I think 25 plus passes in this game, Clemson wins. I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, last week he threw 19, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If, if pine, if they force pine to win the game, they're not going to win the game. I, I can I, I can definitely I can agree with that, but I also think that Clemson is overdue for an upset. I think yeah. the Irish are in good form mid season. Or well, is it mid season or is it late season? It's late season now. I it's championship it's season. season. Yeah, November. it's late in the season. It's November time. This is where you see, start seeing your your real contenders show up, and and I think Notre Clemson Dame's is, looked the best they've looked so far. Yeah, yeah. Quietly, everybody kind of forgot about them. Um, Clemson needs to look good in this game because the perception around them right now, outside of the college, outside of the college football playoff committee, the media does not respect what Clemson's done this year. Absolutely. And, and so I think they need to have a good performance. DJ needs to go out and have a good performance because I think that's why there's a lot of doubt with Clemson in the national media right now is because they don't fully understand what's happening at the quarterback position right now. Man, I've slowly became, begun to root for him. I don't know why. He, I mean. He, I don't know why, but I'm it's like. It's hard not yeah, to like on, him. And DJ. even the national media come is on, saying DJ, this. Hard like, he gets benched. And what does he say in postgame? I would have benched myself. If I was a coach, well, I that's would have good. Wait a minute. That's good yeah. media training. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think he's, he's well-respected in the locker room. Like, he is a true leader of the team in the locker room. And then I think of him just having that self-awareness and showing humility and saying, Hey, I played bad. The coach made the right decision. 
by taking me out and putting in Kay Klubnik and getting that spark. And But I'm sure he understands that, hey, I've had a bye week to regroup. Now I've got to go and perform uh, because he uh, Dabo's done it once and he may not wait as long in the game to do it again. Yeah, I was about to say, this might be a quicker pull if something happens. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think it's going to be a good game, and I think Clemson needs to look good in the game. Obviously, they just need to win. That's the most important thing, just win the game, and they're still fine. But if they want to get a more respectability nationally, I think they need to, to put on a good show up in South Bend this weekend. Uh, speaking of good show, I think we're going to get one between the hedges Saturday, Austin. Georgia number three hosting number one Tennessee. What's your thoughts on the biggest game so far this season in college football? Can Georgia slow down Tennessee's offense? Yep. Can they defend that deep pass? Can they contain Hendon Hooker? I, th- I think Hooker's got to get. They got to get pressure on. They have to. They've got to find a way to rattle, to rattle Hooker, and I, no one's been able to do that this year. I think it'll be I think it'll be a fun first half. I don't know. I think it'll be a fun close first half. I see Tennessee pulling away in late into the game, late in, you know, maybe the late third into the fourth quarter, start pulling away. I think Georgia is a better team than Alabama, absolutely. But I see this game not being as close as the Alabama Tennessee game was. Maybe because now everybody feels it from Tennessee. Hey, this is for real. Yeah. They did it. Did they beat Alabama? They've they've done it. Yeah. Now, now where does it go from here? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I just have that gut feeling that it's not gonna be uh, you know, three point game. It's not gonna come down to the final possession. Yeah. Well, and this is kind of that scenario too, is like what does Vegas know? Because Georgia when I saw it, they were an eight-point favorite. Not sure exactly where it stands now, but to me, the key to the game is the first quarter. If Tennessee comes out and is hitting on all cylinders, they're going to be comfortable. They're going to be feeling like they felt all year. Not going to be, you know, they're not going to feel any pressure. Just say, hey, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing all year. We're just going to keep lighting up the scoreboard. I think if Georgia can get Tennessee to have some three and outs or punt the ball maybe on their first couple of possessions and maybe Georgia go down and get, get a score, then maybe, okay, how does Tennessee handle some pressure? How do they handle not having success on the offensive side of the ball in that hostile environment? I think that's the key is I think that first quarter, what can Georgia do to that Tennessee offense just to rattle them a little bit, get them off schedule and them not be comfortable on the offensive side of the ball. And it does change things being in Athens as oh, opposed yeah. to beating Alabama Definitely. in, you know, up in Rocky Top. Yep. That, that's a big difference. Oh, yeah. Big difference. Big difference. And Georgia, those fans, oh, man. And Kirby Smart, you know, he's got to tell, we won the national championship last year. And look at them. They've got us number three and this team out of nowhere Absolutely. in our own division as number one. Just locker board material. Yeah. I mean, he, he had to love to see that. Love to see that, but I, I really think that's what it's what can Georgia rattle Hooker and that Tennessee offense early in the game to make them feel suppressed because that Alabama game, yeah, it was Alabama, but Tennessee was lighting up the scoreboard. There was no doubt in their mind when they got the ball in offense that they weren't going to go down the field and score. You know, they never really felt the pressure of 
man, we've got we've got to find a way to get the ball in the end zone here. Yeah, they were just let's just go out. We're going to score a touchdown. You know, it was no big deal. Uh, the speaking of Alabama, one kind of under the radar there in the SEC, Bama against LSU used to be a lot for the three thirty game on CBS. Not this year. Do you give your Brian Kelly Tigers any chance of knocking off Alabama this weekend? No, I don't. I think Alabama comes out and wins. We see Brian Kelly for the fake and just loser that he truly is. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think LSU will win. Um, just because I, I believe Bryce Young, maybe he's not the leader in the Heisman this year, but I think he's still the best player in the country. I think he's carrying he's carrying as much Alabama as he can get out of that team right now. I, I don't think there's a better player than him in the country right now. But really, you think that, so? I, I don't know. I man. think Bryce I like Young's the hooker for for Heisman. I, I, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. No, no. I said he wasn't in the Heisman contention this year. But if just oh, okay, the, I'm sorry. What I think he's the best player in the country. What he means to that team. What yeah. he does for that team. Yeah. What he's doing that because I don't think Alabama's that good on offense. It's Bryce Young, and he's carrying the load. I got gotcha. you. I, I don't think they're as talented as they've been in the past. Uh, so, uh, 100% agree. Yeah, so uh, I, I hope I hope LSU gets the win, though, just because I think Alabama is like the safety net. Dude, for I'll the college never football. root for Brian Kelly again. It's, it's, I think they're like the – Alabama's the safety net for the college playoff, football playoff committee. They're like, if all else fails – We'll put Alabama in. Yeah. <laughs> but if they lose this weekend, they're done. You can't they're, – they're not getting in. So then you're looking at Ole Miss or LSU being the SEC West champion. Um, Ole Miss. Yeah, so – I think, Dude, shake it up, baby. Let's see some new blood in the playoffs. Ole yeah. Miss sneaks in. We kick out Clemson. TCU gets in well, there. What if it's, no, what, no, what if it's Tennessee? Tennessee – TCU, Ole Miss. Well, no, that wouldn't happen. There's no way no. that's going to happen. You can't have Tennessee, Georgia, uh, and Ole Miss. You got, uh, yeah, yeah. Tennessee, TCU, maybe North Carolina runs to. Here you go, Tennessee, TCU. North Carolina runs the table, beats Clemson in AC championship game. North Carolina gets in. Illinois runs the table, beats Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten championship. You've got Tennessee, Illinois, TCU, and North Carolina in the college football playoff. I'm all for it. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like NCAA college football yeah. video game dynasty scenarios. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I love it. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's move on. So now that we've talked about the big game this weekend, let's wrap up college football with the beat the bookie segment. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a new leader in beat the bookie. Addison, after going 2-0 and last week, has jumped to the lead currently at seven and 11 uh i am now at six and 12 after the one and one effort last week austin oh and two you are now six and 12 tie with me for second place it was a rough there's no third it was a rough (laughs) week yeah so addison now the leader uh so we'll go you know what i might start doing though what's that i might start just randomly picking games like addison does and randomly pick. Yeah, he just panics, I think. And it's like, oh, okay, just go. Hey, with Addison, this. we need your picks. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Coastal. Yeah. <laughs> coastal uh, for the lock. Yeah. yeah, Coastal for the lock. Well, Coastal is not favored. Uh, okay, Coastal for the upset. 
Oh man! So his lock this week, he's got Clemson minus hey, three and a half. Who's his upset? His upset is Coastal. Yeah, his upset is Coastal. He was plus three taking on App State. Uh, I'm not sure what the score update on that is right now. Uh, uh, they're so winning by seven. Okay, so he's got Clemson minus three and a half and Coastal plus three. Uh, but in our upset, you've got to get the outright win. So those are Addison's picks. Uh, my lock. I'm going the green wave of Tulane, number 19, minus seven and a half. <coughs> minus, seven, <laughs> minus seven and a half at Tulsa. Uh, so I'm going with the green wave. Dude. That's a good pick, man. Tulsa's been up and down. Yep, and Tulane has just come out of nowhere. So I'm going with Tulane, minus seven and a half at Tulsa. And then my upset, I'm going with the Terps, Maryland. Was was hurting them at home with the tournaments. Marison, Marison, came on Maryland plus five at Wisconsin. Tough place to play, Camp Randall, but obviously a whole bunch of stuff going on there this year. Wisconsin Interim head coached them Cornhuskers yeah. ain't what they used to be. Those aren't the Cornhuskers. Those are the Badgers. What did I say? Cornhuskers. <laughs> you said Wisconsin. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, that's uh, that's how bad Wisconsin. That's is. how bad it's got. The Badgers. I, I forgot they were the Badgers. Oh my goodness! So I've got Maryland plus five upsetting the Wisconsin Badgers this weekend. Why was I saying Cornhuskers? I have no idea. I know it's got bad for Wisconsin. I don't think it's got Nebraska bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that makes All me right. feel bad because I, I pride myself on my. Uh, on your team names. Oh, my colleague. You know this. We, <laughs> yeah. we test each other oh, all the yeah, time. We're, yeah, we're all pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. That's right. hard there. All right. So you're locking upset for this week. I've upset myself already. <laughs> um, my lock's going to be uh, Air Force seven points over Army. Nice. Nice. Uh, upset is Old Dominion plus three in Marshall. Old Dominion is the home team. Oh, there you go. Plus Marshall three. is... Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows what Old Dominion is going to do? But I like uh, I like Old Dominion at home against against Marshall. That's a good pick. I, I like that pick. I like that pick. That's I like pick. I like those uh, those three point spread picks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So that's the beat the bookie, and that's a wrap on our college football discussion and sports discussion for this week's episode. We're going to close out the episode. Sports. Yeah. We're going to close out the episode with uh, Modern Warfare 2 discussion. Uh, obviously, the full game now available, multiplayer. So most of you can go ahead and click yeah, exit. You can go yeah. ahead and click exit. Stop. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, full game multiplayer dropped this past weekend. Uh, Austin, I know you and I, uh, was asked by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association to get on and uh, have some some multiplayer matches put on the YouTube channel. Uh, so being the DCPs that we are, we followed through. Uh, Addison even uh, showed up for an episode, an episode, showed up for uh, a multiplayer match there on the, uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, so Austin, your thoughts right now after the opening weekend of multiplayer, I, I think we know there's still a lot to come. Uh, with the game, but your your overall thoughts right now just from opening weekend of multiplayer. Had a few bugs to work out the first the first weekend, mm -hmm. but I'm sure the servers were absolutely crazy. Oh yeah. Biggest launch in Call of Duty history. I've enjoyed it, which I mean I've enjoyed every Call of Duty multiplayer I've played. 
I don't yeah. think up and like, oh, this sucks, right? It's not yeah. like Madden. Yeah, it's not no, like Madden. You know what I mean? It's not like worse it's worse every, right? Yeah. Every time they put out a game. So overall, I've enjoyed it. Um, the gunsmith system is is relatively easy to do. The tuning thing, I haven't figured out. I haven't really looked into it. Yeah. But uh, overall, I've really enjoyed it. There's some maps that I absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. I haven't really found a map that I love. The hydroelectrical plant is fun. I like that one. For, one. for I use shotguns on that map, and I hardly ever use shotguns. I hate shotguns. I think they should right? be they should be kicked out of the game. <laughs> yeah, I use an SMG and a shotgun on that map. Yeah, and which and is I, crazy for those of you who don't know. Austin is like yeah. snipe, snipe. Just find me a, a spot to just snipe, even on the crazy. Most unlike map so far, I would say. I find a nook or a cranny to get into. Is uh, is the 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 street there? I guess it's the um, border crossing. The border crossing, yeah, where all the cars are lined up. Austin gets in the very back of the map and just snipes. Get on but, a Winnebago and just. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I enjoy sniping. Yep. I think it's a valid part of warfare. Yep. So I don't understand people who freak out. I don't forget. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with snipers. It's the yeah, shot, I mean, it's the people with shotguns that can't aim that just run around and just fire the shotgun like four times and hit you. Well, that's once. my thing. People complain about snipers and people quote unquote camping. And I'm like, this is a game about war. Do you think you're just gonna run directly at the opposing army, the opposing yeah. military person well, with a shotgun and jump inside yeah. and dive and yeah, shake well, around? Well, you all right, you brought some excellent things, things that I want to talk about with the multiplayer. So first thing is I think the movement, you just touched on the movement there with the, there's a lot of the younger call of duty players I've seen uh, that came along after our generation of call of duty players that have complained about the movement in this game, because you can't do all that extreme, you know, double jump, you know, super slides and slide canceling and bunny hops and all this crazy stuff that these new call of duty games have allowed in multiplayer they've done away with all that i don't but know i still think you move you, very unrealistically sometimes. you do you do but it feels a lot more like what we were used to playing with you know modern warfare 2 3 ghost it feels more like that than what they've with the black ops kind of what the black ops well i guess introduced. I with never the, played any of the Black Ops. I, didn't I never do, liked the Black Ops. I didn't do Advanced Warfare. I don't think I played. The last one I played was Call of Duty Ghosts. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was PS3, I believe. Was it? No, no way. I'm pretty sure it was PS3. No, dude, it? that was PS4. Was it PS4? Dude, PS3 was like 20 years ago. No, it was not. We had a College Ball Dynasty on PS3. Dude. That was like 20 years ago. Yeah, anyway, the last enough. game I played was Ghost, and I don't think I played the two or three previous before that. It was PS3 because I don't have There's Ghost no on PS4. Way, I don't have Ghost on PS4. I guess that's true. Yeah, it's PS3. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, well, but, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so something else. I talked about the movement, so something else I want you brought up. Something that's always irritated me about online multiplayer is if you if you kill somebody and you're standing still when you kill them, they they accuse camping. That people don't understand the there's a difference between holding down an area or sniping, then there is somebody hiding in the corner behind a flower, you know, a potted plant, 
if you may, or hide in the corner of a room and just sitting there the entire match waiting on somebody to open the door and walk in. That's camping. But holding down a building, holding down a certain corner of a map or sniping is not camping. Well, sniping is a integral part of warfare, first off. Yeah. They provide you with sniper rifles. Why would they give you this rifle not to use it at a range? Yeah. Uh, secondly, I don't mind if you hide behind a plant for the entire game, which I walk into a room. If I didn't check that area when I walked into the room, I deserve to be shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a video game. I don't understand why people, well, you know, people are freaking crazy. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I mean, I, overall, I'm excited to see what they're, what they bring. I believe there was a big update that came out today. I'm not sure what's all, what's all on it, but, but I know we'll, we'll, um, Pega will probably have us back on at some point this weekend uh, to to play some games online. So maybe tonight look, if we get a get done yeah, early. Look, yeah, looking forward to that. And uh, but yeah, I, so far I'm impressed. I, I think it's I think it's um, I'm ready for some maps from the past to pop up there. So when over, does that happen? I'm not sure. Um, I would guess probably in December, maybe. Um, but, you know, none of the maps stand out, but there's not a map that I absolutely cannot stand. Like I'd on, agree with that. I would agree with that. Modern Warfare 2019 had that map, um, Piccadilly. I don't know if you remember it, but it was, <laughs> it was the street. It was the one with the street with the... Uh, yeah, in uh, London. Yeah, Piccadilly yeah, in London. Yeah. Oh, man, I could not stand that map. I like that map. I hated that map. Uh, but anyways, so, uh, so far I'm impressed. I liked it. Enjoyed it. it I like that, Matt, because us three, if we had three or more people, we could hold that second story. Uh, yeah, that store. Yeah. It was like a, a sneaker store, yeah. sports store. Well, that's a we map I hated moving on. If I could yeah. get in that yeah, location, yeah, yeah. hold it down. But if I had to move, I couldn't stand it. Um, but yeah, I'm impressed. I, it feels more, I'm happy because it feels more like the modern warfare, series that we started out with then it does this newer style new movement type of type of game so i agree so i'm i'm excited but uh so looking forward to seeing what they updated uh for this weekend i'm not sure i know they do these seasons now uh in call of duty so maybe that's when you see maybe some of the uh, older maps uh come back to the game so uh next week college basketball starts look out Big college basketball fan that you are. I know you'll be watching. I know Clemson plays the Citadel Monday night. I'll be tuning in. I'm excited, uh, man. Uh, hard knocks in season with the Arizona Cardinals next week as well. Uh, obviously, college football things ramping up. A lot of big games this weekend coming to an end. We're in the last month of the regular season. Hockey started Army, back. It's a, it's, I love this. This is so much fun. Yeah, yeah I love November. October, oh, November. I mean, I love when college football starts, obviously. Yeah. But but October, November, I, I love this time of year. You got hockey. You got I don't care World Series. I know that. <laughs> you got postseason baseball. Oh, man, it's just a good time for sports fans. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, all right. Well, next and week. And for us big guys, it's getting cool outside. Uh, there you, you, know, there you, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, episode, nice. episode 30 next week. Uh, hopefully, maybe – yeah, it'll probably just be the DCPs again. I imagine. Probably. Yeah, just, I'm not just even gonna. I'm not even gonna 
bring up the other two. Maybe Just that's two DCPs over here taking like, care of business. Kind of like, uh, what is it, Ohio State fans, you know, that, that team up north. They won't say yeah, the name, but right. just that team up north. Those other two guys. No, we won't say their names. Uh, <laughs> He's the one that, what is the, the Harry Potter thing? The, uh, the one that shall know, not Addison be named. Yeah. yeah. The one that yeah. shall not be named. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Some, <laughs> yeah. some kind of, yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, so for Austin, I am Clint and thank you for joining us on another episode of the walk on water boys podcast. Be sure to rate review and subscribe wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. If you have any questions uh, for us here to maybe bring up on the show, you can shoot us an email. Uh, Palmetto Am. Ooh, nope. That's, yeah. No, is that it? Yeah. Palmetto Amateur Gaming at gmail.com. They'll get us that over to us here at the podcast. So, uh, for, like I said, for Austin, the Clint, uh, for Austin, I'm Clint. We'll uh, <laughs> see. We'll see you next week. Walk on Waterboys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Waterboys.